0: Merry-Go-Round Storytelling presents Funny Tales and Fairy Tales with Amanda Kane smith Hello, I'm Amanda and in this episode of Funny Tales and Fairy Tales I shall be telling you the story of The Elves and the Shoemaker So make yourself comfortable and let's see where our story will take us wondered why some elves wear those special red and green outfits at Christmas time. You know the ones I mean? Those red and green jackets and long shorts, little pointy hats, red and green stripy socks and funny pointy shoes. They haven't always worn clothes like that at Christmas. It all began a long, long time ago with a shoemaker. And this is his story. The shoemaker lived with his wife in a little flat above their shoe shop. They were very proud of their little shop, and so they should be because the shop was lovely, and they worked very hard to make it the best it could be. The shoemaker and his wife were known to be exceedingly kind, And if anyone came into the shop unable to buy school shoes for their children, then the shoemaker would make them a pair for nothing. He couldn't bear the thought of a child not being able to get an education just because they couldn't afford to buy some shoes. This generosity was admired by everyone. However, it meant that their little business was never able to grow. In fact... Over the years, the shoemaker and his wife hardly earned enough money to live on. But they never complained. They just made the best of it. Then one night, as the shoemaker began to cut out his leather, he realised he only had enough left to make one pair of shoes. He cut them out with the same care he always took and left them on his workbench to stitch together in the morning. "'Well, my dear, that was the last piece of leather we have,' he said to his wife as they walked up the stairs to their little flat. "'We've no more money to buy any more. "'We'll just have to hope that these shoes will sell quickly, "'and if they do, we can buy enough food to keep us going until the end of the month. "'But after that, well... We'll just have to hope luck will be on our side. Otherwise, we may have to close our little shop forever. The shoemaker and his wife were very worried, and with heavy hearts, they lay their heads down on the bed and drifted off to sleep. The next morning, the shoemaker got up bright and early to make the shoes. But when he went into his little workshop, he was amazed to see they had already been stitched together. I don't remember getting up in the middle of the night, he thought. Maybe I made them in my sleep. The shoemaker picked them up and took a closer look. The stitching was so tiny and delicate and so perfectly made. He had never seen such fine workmanship, and he knew that he could never create anything so fine, particularly in his sleep. He looked around the room. There was no one there, and nothing else seemed to have been touched. He scratched his head. Well... ''This is a mystery,'' he said out loud. Then he called for his wife to come and have a look at the wonderful shoes. Well, when she saw them, she was just as amazed as he was. ''Who could have made such beautiful shoes?'' she asked. The shoemaker shook his head. He was baffled. ''Who indeed?'' he thought. Then he took the shoes and put them out in the shop to be sold. Later that day, a fine gentleman came in and tried on the shoes. I say, my dear fellow, these are the finest pair of shoes I have ever seen. I must have them. And he was so impressed by the workmanship that he insisted on giving the shoemaker double the amount of what they were on sale for. "'And as he left, he said, "'Well, my good man, thank you once again. "'I shall tell all my friends about your wonderful shop.' "'The shoemaker was over the moon "'and now had enough money to buy leather "'to make two pairs of shoes. "'That night he cut out the leather as usual "'and left it on the workbench "'to stitch together in the morning.' "'Then he went upstairs and went to bed. "'The next morning he was up with the lark "'and went straight to his workshop without even stopping for breakfast. "'To his astonishment, there on the workbench "'were two pairs of elegant shoes "'made from the leather that he had left out the night before.' They had the same tiny stitching as the first pair, but these seemed even more beautiful as they had a small decorative pattern stitched on the front. The shoemaker put them in the window of his shop, and within a few minutes two elegant ladies entered and bought them straight away for a very fine price. And with the money, the shoemaker was able to buy enough leather to make three pairs of shoes. And so it continued, day after day. The shoemaker would cut out the leather in the evening and leave it on his workbench. Then he would wake up the next morning to find beautifully made shoes in its place. Soon his shop was filled with all kinds of exquisitely made shoes and crowded with customers. He sold high heels and espadrilles, moccasins and mules, court shoes and dress shoes, ballet shoes and brogues, shoes with silver buckles, laces and bows, sensible shoes for work and shoes just for show. Each pair was a one-off and each pair a triumph. The little shop prospered as never before and for the first time in their lives the shoemaker and his wife had money in the bank. Then one night, just before Christmas, the shoemaker said to his wife, I wish I knew who is helping us. I was thinking that maybe we could sneak back down to my workshop tonight we could hide ourselves behind the workbench and see who it is that is coming in to make these shoes. And that is exactly what they did. That night, the shoemaker cut out enough leather to make three pairs of shoes. Then he yawned loudly and pretended to go upstairs to bed. Moments later, he tiptoed quietly back down the stairs with his wife and they hid themselves behind the workbench and waited excitedly to see what would happen next. Well, they didn't have to wait very long before they saw three little men skipping happily into the room. They were no bigger than mice, and each one was carrying a tiny bag. As they got closer, the shoemaker and his wife were shocked to see that all each of them was wearing was a raggedy old pair of shorts and no shoes.
1: It's the middle of winter,
0: whispered the shoemaker's wife.
1: They must be freezing.
0: The three little men climbed nimbly up the legs of the workbench and ran over to the leather. Then they opened their little bags and each one got out a needle, some thread, a pot of glue and a small hammer. Then they eagerly set to work and as they did so, they began to sing. Come
1: all and gather round, lend an ear to our song We are making some shoes and it won't take us long First we stitch them and stick them with you oh so strong Then we tap our little hammers as we all sing along We all sing along, we all sing along We tap our little hammers as we all
0: swing along. In no time at all, the three little men had worked together to make three fine pairs of shoes. Then they packed up their little tools into their tiny bags, climbed back down onto the floor and skipped quietly out of the room. The shoemaker and his wife looked at each other in astonishment. We have elves! How wonderful! said the shoemaker. How magical! said his wife. But did you see what they were wearing? Deary me, the little fellows must be freezing. Then the shoemaker had an idea. Let's make them some new clothes and shoes. It could be a gift for them to say thank you for all the things that they have done for us. A Christmas gift. The shoemaker's wife was thrilled and quickly bustled out of the room, coming back in only a few minutes later excitedly carrying some green and red cloth she had left over from her preparations for Christmas. We'll need to get busy if we're going to be ready for Christmas, she said. And so the very next morning, the shoemaker and his wife made a start. The shoemaker found the softest leather he had and carefully stitched together three pairs of tiny shoes while his wife made jackets, trousers and little pointy hats. Then she found her wool and made three pairs of long, stripy socks. By Christmas Eve, they had finished. They took what they had made and laid it all out on the workbench where the leather usually went. There were three little jackets, three pairs of long shorts, three pairs of stripy socks, three pairs of fine shoes and three little pointy hats to keep their little heads warm. Then the shoemaker and his wife hid themselves behind the workbench as they had done before and waited. Suddenly the door opened and the three little men skipped in. They were still carrying their tiny bags and wearing their raggedy old shorts. They climbed up onto the table, eager to begin their task. But when they saw the clothes, they stopped. They looked around the room. There was no one to be seen. The three little men looked at each other and slowly put down their bags. Then... Joyfully, they ran forward and began to put on the clothes. Everything was a perfect fit, and when they were all dressed, they held hands in a circle and began to dance and
1: sing. We love our clothes, we love our clothes, we love our little shoes. They are so very warm and smart, we'd like to say thank you. We love our clothes, we love our clothes, we love our little shoes. They are so very warm and smart, we'd like to say thank you. We love our clothes, we love our clothes, we love our little shoes. They are so very warm and smart, we'd like to say thank you.
0: Then they jumped down from the table and skipped out of the door, singing as they went. Suddenly, the clock struck twelve. Midnight. It was Christmas Day. The shoemaker and his wife stood up. Merry Christmas! They said to each other happily. And that year, it really was a very merry one indeed. The shoemaker and his wife never saw the elves again after that night. And although they missed their secret nighttime visitors, their business continued to prosper, and they both lived happily ever after. The end. <laughs> our clothes, we love our little shoes. They are so very warm and smart, we'd like to say thank you. (laughs) Well, that's such a great story. I hope you enjoyed it. Did you know the original story was written by the Brothers Grimm and is in fact one of the very few traditional fairy tales with a Christmas theme? Here in England, we're used to fairy tales being turned into pantomimes at Christmas. But the elves and the shoemaker isn't used very often. I suppose it's because a shoe shop doesn't seem a very magical place in comparison to a castle. But I think it shows that magic can appear in the most unexpected of places, particularly if you work hard, and hard work certainly paid off for the shoemaker and his wife. I think the Elves and the Shoemaker would make a great Christmas show. Maybe you could put on your own Elves and Shoemaker show. And if you do, please let me know. I'd love to hear about it. Well, thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to telling you another tale soon. So until then, take care. And happy storytelling. Thank you for listening. If you want to contact me, you can email me at mgrstorytelling at gmail.com. I am on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter as at MGR Storytelling and merry Storytelling on YouTube. You can find me on Podbean at podbean.com/slash-funny-tales-and-fairy-tales, or why not take a look at my website to see what other types of storytelling I get up to, which is www.merrygoroundstorytelling.co.uk. Happy storytelling, and I look forward to telling you another tale soon.